0: Yo, yo, yo! Thought Warriors, what is up? It is I, Van Lathan.
1: It's me, Rachel Lindsay. What's wrong with you? What's wrong? You gotta explain that. The people don't understand what's happening.
0: That's my little voice, man. I've been doing that voice. I'm your for co-host. A long time. I don't
1: understand what's happening.
0: I've been doing that voice for years. Anyone who knows me right now is laughing hysterically because, like, the little old oh, daddy voice. <laughs> I've been doing the voice for years and years and years.
1: The just, face is what what really tops it off.
0: It's just like different moments where it's like super, like once, <laughs> once at TMZ, we had like a a staff wide meeting. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how stupid this was. I told this on the other podcast. You'll 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 like this, Rachel. So we had <laughs> a TMZ employee once, great guy. Great guy, great guy. But he sent an email all staff. When I say all staff, I don't mean not to his department. I don't mean not to like the the news the news desk. All staff, everyone who works for the entire company plus some Warner Brothers people. All staff email. And the subject line of the email was uh, "Young girl rides large cock."
1: No. <laughs> No. Yes, Man.
0: and it was a picture of Dora, Dora, the Explorer, on the back of a chicken. So it was like some kind of weird. Oh, hey, Bose, how you doing, buddy? It was just like it was a, um, it was just like a, like a weird joke. And it's like if you go look, it's it's a meme. And you, if you go look up to me, you can mean right? So I come in from from camera, and we're having an all staff meeting. And we're having an all staff meeting about this, and everybody's standing there as Harvey reams the entire newsroom, right? Uh, but nobody knows. Well, he doesn't say by name who it is that he's talking about.
1: Well, didn't everybody get the email?
0: Well, they got it, but I wasn't there, so I wasn't on my. So I didn't. I, I wasn't in the office, so I didn't really know who had done it. So I remember a friend Put the of mine. Camera
1: down a little bit. I want to
0: see. I so just saw little Bose?
1: Bose just like peeking out. You a see
0: Bose? Bit. Hey, Bose is hanging out. He's getting big. Come here. Let's, let's show Bose to
1: little Bozeman update. I, I hear the struggle in your voice. Is he that heavy? <sighs> oh, hi, buddy. Hey, Boz. Hey, Bozzer. Hey, Bozzer. Hey, um, <laughs> um. No, he's really big. Yeah, he's getting
0: big. He's getting big. <laughs> So like uh, when, when Harvey was saying it, he was up there and somebody showed me the email itself. I went, oh, daddy. Because it, it was such a... I wasn't expecting it to be that bad. And people laughed. But So in moments of high stress
1: uh-huh.
0: where the ice needs to be broken, that's when that voice comes out.
1: Did, you, don't, is, you don't have
0: anything it, like that? What?
1: No, but does, is that how you feel right now? Is that why you came in with that voice? Are we in a high-stress situation?
0: No, but okay. it's we're in a high stress era.
1: Okay. Which which voice do you like better? The Oh Daddy or the what was it? Whoop that ass Baptist Church? Ooh. Which 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 voice is better?
0: Ooh, Rachel, you such a good journalist. I would say put on that ass <laughs> voice. It's slightly. It's 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 slightly more demonstrative. When you're talking about putting it on that ass and Pastor Deacon, Pastor Deacon put it on that ass and put it on that ass by this church. Um, Rachel, we have to talk about something. You want to, we have a, don't you want to tell the the audience? We got a special announcement to make. We're going to do something special here in the near future of higher learning.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. Well, I think we all know we got a big month coming up in February, Black History Month. So of course, we're going to do something special for Black. We're going to do something special for you guys. Each Wednesday of the month, we are dropping a bonus. <clears throat> Did you hear me put a T on the end of bonus? Yeah, I said bonus. Yeah, I said I bonus. i excited I am. A you bonus mm-hmm. guest episode of Higher Learning to show all sides of the Black experience. So make sure that you subscribe to the show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast and be on the lookout for more details from us on who the special guest will be. One thing we can tell you is that you will not be disappointed. Every week, we'll be bringing you a good one. Every
0: yeah, Wednesday. Good. We got some good guests lined up. We got mm-hmm. some great people. We have a great guest on the show today, but it's not a Ooh. part of this whole thing. We got Lecrae on the show today. That's
1: right. Kicking it off um, right.
0: One of the best rappers in the world. We're talking to him about a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Lecrae's going to talk to us. Uh, you know, he's about his faith, about hip-hop, how he feels about Drake, which is very interesting to me. All of those things. We're going to talk to Lecrae in a second. But before we get to that, I want to I talk to you real quick. Did you buy any GameStop stock? Have you been a part of this whole thing that's been going on?
1: So, to my knowledge, I have mm-hmm. not. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my guy has not bought... I, I'm sure I will receive a notification if if I had stock in GameStop, Stop, GameStop but I don't. Mm-hmm. But I'm seeing a lot in the news. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot is happening. Yeah. Um, even old Jordan... Belfort is that his last name? Jordan oh, Belfort. Wolf of, of Wall Street. Wall Street. Wolf. I saw ah. him being interviewed about it. Yeah. What what's going on? Did you buy stock in it? I did not. Are you okay? Okay, maybe that I was okay. thinking. Maybe that's where I the voice not. was coming
0: from. Okay. So what's happening is, it pretty remarkable, Rachel. Okay. It it, I, it really is pretty remarkable. Okay. So this is what happened. This is what happened. started back. Do you know what shorting a stock is? Yes. Do you know? Okay. So what. Well, in, in case you guys out there don't know what shorting a stock is, shorting a stock is a bet that the price of an individual share or the, of an individual company, uh, the stock price will go down, mm-hmm. right? So that's a bet that it'll go down. So essentially, let's see, let's say you're going to buy stock in Van Enterprises, right? Normally, the way you make money buying stock in Van Enterprises is you buy it low and then you sell it high and all that money in the middle that you that you that 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 you get when the stock price goes up, you take mm-hmm. that. Money. Well, there's another way to make money off the stock market, which is then betting that the stock price will go down. So what you do in that sense is you borrow the stock, right? You don't buy it; you borrow the stock, right? And then after the stock is borrowed, when the stock goes down, you buy it at the new price. Mm-hmm. Now stock doesn't have to go down. Stock could go up. So if you then if you if you bet wrong, let's say you borrow the stock at, let's say you bought it at five and you think it's gonna go down to three. Okay. Okay. But right, and so you you borrow it or you you get in, you short the stock at at five. Now if the stock goes up to to ten, then now you have to buy it back. So if you buy it back, that means you take uh, a, a loss. You yep. lose five bucks. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: it doesn't have to just go up to ten. The stock could go up. Really, your losses on that stock could be you could lose all of your money because the stock could go up to a million. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's very unlikely. That doesn't happen. But the stock could. There's no. There's nothing that stops really the ceiling of a stock. You could lose untold amounts of money. So this is what happened. There's a company called Melvin Capital. Okay. Melvin Capital had is a hedge fund, um, and Melvin Capital had decided that GameStop, a company that is a is a brick and mortar retail game, uh, video game sell, selling company. Bozeman, stop biting me. No wow. nipping. Wow. Okay. Show love, but no, don't nip. All right. Look, I'm trying to look. Oh, look, look, look.
1: you said show love. He jumped up on I'm you, Hi, right. Bozeman. Yeah.
0: Show love, but don't nip. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Just relax. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Melvin Capital had, they, they were shorting GameStop. Mm-hmm. They looked at the price of GameStop last year and they decided, hey, GameStop uh, is not going to be profitable. I think, I don't know if they got in at 10 or whatever the price was, and they decided, hey, we're going to bet that GameStop is going to lose money. All right? Because GameStop had been, it had been around three or four or five or something like that. It had gone up a little bit. They were betting that it was going to go back down.
1: Yeah, I didn't even know they still had those open.
0: To be respectful, now, okay? This just, is like just—I'm just, not a gamer. I'm, I'm just, a disclaimer. Just, I'm, I'm not a gamer. Just, just I remember
1: them back in the day.
0: So there is a subreddit called Wall Street Bets. All right. Okay. They got a lot of people on the subreddit. Here's the thing. What will drive the, pro- the price of a stock up? Uh, one of the things, of course, that can drive the price of the stock up is how many people are buying the stock. More people buy yeah. it, the higher the stock price goes. Forget about the fundamentals of the stock, which is the earning power, how, how profitable co- the company is, any future technology. Forget about the fundamentals. If a lot of people buy a stock, a stock will go north. Mm-hmm. So essentially, what these guys from Reddit did was they bought so much game stop that it drove the stock up not just to, think about melvin capital who got in I, I really i'm not sure i think it was around 10 bucks or something like that mm-hmm. maybe more maybe it was more it might have been like 40 bucks i can't remember how, like what it was but think let's say they got in at 20 and then the stock goes up north we're talking about 150 200 dollars they single-handedly brought a hedge fund to its knees wow. to the point to where Melvin Capital had to get a capital. They had to get a um, uh, an injection, like a, um, uh, a capital injection. They had, they had to strike a deal. They had to come and be bailed out, essentially. That's a low, easy way to say it. They had to be bailed out by some of their friends on Wall Street. Now, something else that happened is the big part of it is why you see politicians get involved in it is Robinhood, the trading app that a lot of these traders use, remember, because they're retail traders, they're private citizens, so they're using a trading app like Robinhood. Robinhood then took GameStop and other companies, they were trying to do that, like they deleted it out of the thing, so you couldn't search for GameStop and get in on it anymore and drive the the price up. So essentially what you have is something that's super duper fascinating that's happening right now.
1: Okay.
0: You have sort of like a revolt against some of the systems that are at play at Wall Street. See, all of these guys play play these games with money. Mm-hmm. And because people don't have the information and the access, they can't right. really get in on it.
1: Right. But
0: in this case, uh these guys over at the Reddit Forum got together, made a shit ton a boatload of bread and also at the same time brought a hedge fund that was playing games with the stock market to its knees.
1: So did they know what the hedge fund was that they had short were short selling their stock? Did they see, know that? And that's why like, was it purposeful or were they just like, Hey, we're going to do, we're going to go in on this stock.
0: Well, see, here's the deal. They had to have known. I'm not actually sure about that part. Um, I, They, but they had to have known. They had to have known. Um, okay. But, Here's two things about it. Number one, people are talking about whether or not all of this stuff is legal. It's completely legal to do this, uh, unless the only way it would be illegal is if you were operating with inside information. Right, right, right. right. If the, if you had inside information, if there is something that you knew that hadn't happened yet or was going to happen, then uh, there's then then you can't do this. On mm-hmm. the other side of it, these big hef- hedge funds. They play games with these companies too. So, like, if a hedge fund decides that they're going to short a specific company or a specific stock, then what they'll do is they'll collude with the media, they'll collude with other things, talk uh, uh, down about the company's earning power or about shakeups that might leak all kinds of stuff, and they can artificially depress a stock's right. value, thereby ensuring the bet that they made. So, it's really kind of kind of nan nanny boo boo. This kind of thing happens to you now. Now, before we move on, so people have a full understanding of this, Star Wars. It's not like this isn't going to affect working people in any way. A lot of people have their pensions and things like that invested with hedge funds. Hedge funds, they invest pension funds. I'm not necessarily saying that Melvin Capital is investing in people's pensions or other things like that. But if they are... Mm -hmm and they were to ru- go, go into ruin, then those people would lose all their money. Yeah. All right?
1: This scares me. It is like, scary. Like, it scares me because I have stock. So I'm like, well, what's... Not in GameStop, but just right. like, well, what's going on?
0: Well, if you had stock in GameStop right now, you'd be balling.
2: Yeah,
0: you had I know, because they drove you, it up. I know. Because they drove <laughs> it up, you'd be balling. But, know. you know, and, you know, it gets to a point to where, and this kind of happens when you, when you short a stock. If you short a stock, stock and the stock goes through the roof, then what your broker or whoever will say will do to you will be something called a margin call, and they'll basically say, "Hey, your position is fucked, all right." And because your position is fucked, we going you you gotta either make it right or we're taking everything out of it that you have. That's a crude way of discover of saying kind of what that is. Um, now, Melvin Capital says they got out of GameStop. Uh,
1: okay,
0: I don't know if they did.
1: Why do you say that?
0: They might be lying. They might be trying to protect their reputation, Rach. They might be lying.
1: Well, I don't trust anything or anybody at this point. Look, what did Jordan say?
0: <laughs> uh, look, what I, Jordan? I, I, look. You know, you know what the, we we should. You know what we oh. should do? Like mm-hmm. we should try to get. We should try to name it, pick a company that you would like to see the uh, Wall Street bets drive up the price on. If it could be any company. Just forget about the bets and whether or not. Like, what well, company would you pick?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of a black-owned company. That's my first thought. Just for me. Great. Just for me.
0: Just for me hair care. Bam. Are they just publicly traded? I don't if, know. If just for me, if just for me, the hair care product for young black girls. Just for me. Remember that. Mm-hmm. They, like, Shiny a,
1: and something sh- and something. Da-na-na-na-na
2: just,
1: just for, for me I, want, oh, I, I so wanted to ju- my mom was like we're not putting that on your head you're not getting a burn you're not getting a burn
0: <laughs> <laughs> look if just for me is is probably is is, is probably if it's if that's, if that's publicly traded should I say just for me is on there then we should get all the Wall Street bets people to just drive up the stock of just for me Let's do I'm it. sure like they'll make like Debbie Allen rich or something like that I'm sure they- <laughs> Debbie Allen probably owns all of them.
1: <laughs> Connected to everything Well, Oh, black. but
0: did you see this, 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 um, this had, um, uh, 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 like, uh, AOC was talking about this. AOC was talking about the fact that she, there needs to be investigation into why Robin Hood is stopping, uh, private Americans, you know, American citizens for participating in the stock market. Robin Hood. A lot of
1: people though, were, it wasn't yeah. just AOC. What, a lot of people were, uh, yeah, it's seemed like from all <gasps> Cicely Tyson just passed away. No. Yes. No. Oh, my God. I just I literally just saw her in October. Yes. Yes. Come on,
0: man.
1: All right. Okay, we're doing
0: this on the fly. We're doing this on the fly. So, oh. we have an interview with Lecrae coming up, okay? We, we have Matt James, uh, Winnie Rose. We have Mailbag. So, we're going to go ahead and say that for right now, Mailbag for today is canceled. So, this is what we're going to do. We are going to go right now to our interview with Lecrae, okay? We're going to come out of the interview with Lecrae, and we're going to reflect on the life of Cicely Tyson. All right, we're going to, you guys, it's very important that you guys understand uh, just how important, um, just how, just amazing, just how long the career of Cicely Tyson was. Uh, So this is in real time. Uh, We're going to go to the interview with Lecrae. We're going to come out of it and we're going to, we're going to introduce probably a lot of our audience to one of our most gifted creatives uh, in America. Uh, man, uh, very sad. Okay, let's take a break.
1: This episode is
2: brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil visit jiffyloob.com.
0: Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus.
2: The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free.
0: Uh, Yeah, look, we're being studied on again. Here's the thing <laughs> it, it happens that the better the guests, the more you get studied on. And we have a fantastic guest with us today. Uh, legitimately, one of the most talented, grounded, centered, most amazing human beings on planet Earth. Uh, he is a rapper, he is an author. I recently got the book. Well, actually, I didn't get the book. You sent me the book because, you know, that's how we get down. we brothers like that. Um, Thought Warriors, Lecrae is in the house with us today. Well, Now, let me ask you a question because before I was going to introduce you, and we'll get to the book in a second, um, as I see it right over there on, on my bookshelf, I was going to introduce you as a Christian rapper.
2: Yeah. How does that introduction sit with you? At this point in my career, man, I just realized, you know, it is what it is. It's kind of how it's like it's, if that's what people know you as, it's almost no point in trying to like wrestle with it. It's like Beyonce is more than an R&B singer, but that's what they're going to call her. So it's almost like, you know what I mean? She's a pop icon. Mm-hmm. Prince. I don't even know how you categorize Prince, but you know. So for me, it's like Christian. To me, is a better noun than adjective. But I get tired of fighting all the stuff because I'm not gonna fall into the little category or the box that you probably have in your mind when you say Christian. But you know, it is what it is.
0: Mm. So, what would be the perfect way, in terms of musically, that yeah. Lecrae would describe
2: himself? I'm. I, I'm end of the day, I'm a hip hop artist. You know what I'm saying? Like I love the culture. I love the craft. I so happen to be a Christian who does hip hop. I, I think it's a difference. We're going to get in there. We is, it's kind of like this. I think there's rappers who are white and then there's white rappers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I'm, saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like there's there's people who can spit and they're white. And then there's like a whole genre of like white rappers. And then so it's like for me, there's Christian rappers like that's the whole little thing. And then there's Christians who rap. And I feel like like I'm a Christian, but I rap. I really do this. I really love the culture of hip hop. I really am. So don't throw me in the little box. Mm. Mm. But
1: I feel like that's why people can resonate with you so well, because people may have stereotypes. Not may. They do have stereotypes of what a Christian is or what a Christian looks like or how a Christian's supposed to be. But then you're able to bring something different to the table. And do you feel like that's what's been able, why you've been able to connect with so many people and really transcend uh, just outside of Christian rap?
2: Yeah, I mean, end of the day, I always say to me, the church is like a greenhouse and I come from the jungle. I know how to do the greenhouse. You know what I'm saying? I've been in there, I get it, but I'm authentically from the jungle. It's just what I naturally connect to. So I think people are more shocked you know what I mean? Like, what you? How you know about that? How do you know about? I'm mm-hmm. like you, you. are under the misconception that I'm not really from this soil, so it's all good. I get it, but it, you know, it's kind of like, hey, I'm just in my own skin living now. I think there's
0: something else that we're leaving out when we're talking about this. Is that the rest of these guys ain't really nice? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it, it, you know what I mean. And I'm not. <laughs> look, I've heard it. Because it, what happens is when you grow up near the church. I'm obviously from down there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, very churchy. People give you Christian rap to listen to when they hear you listen. I'll never forget, I was listening to MC Hammer, and I don't know why they thought Hammer's music was of the devil. That's kind of what you would want people to listen to. But one of my pastors was like, hey, I, it, it, I know you like the hammer, but there's this other guy. These are just other guys that they rap, and you want to try them, okay? This is great. guy. And they gave me a DC talk tape.
1: That's what I was, that's who I got too. That's now, who look,
0: I I'm not dissing. <laughs> But it wasn't for me. It's not. It's not. like It it didn't have the same. It was unfamiliar. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It was. But earlier in this decade, I can't remember. It was like, that had to be maybe like 2012 or something like that. I can't remember what it was. My homeboy Ian goes, hey, bro, it's this new Christian rapper. I was like, nah, that's okay. I don't don't know. (laughs) Hey, I was like, nah, I don't want to. He's like, no, but this dude, seriously, he nice. He nice. And it was you. Yeah. Um and so since then I've I've been a fan we've I've uh, run into you we've talked before since then I've been a, I've been a huge fan I guess my question for you is this, whenever anyone wins an award and they get on the stage the first person they thank is God right right um and that's kind of what my my dad used to say God exists he has the biggest presence on award show stages and in foxholes
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's like when you that's when you hear this that's when you hear about God. Mm. Is it possible to be a devout Christian, have God up on an award stage with you, but not necessarily flowing throughout your music? Because you, you you're so grounded in who you are that when I listen to your songs, I get a I get a, 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 a an understanding of your faith. There are a lot yeah. of other rappers out there, and I'm not trying to call any each other. I'm just asking the question that I wouldn't know they were Christians. Yeah. Uh, if they didn't say it when they were getting an award because their, their music isn't about that. Where do you stand on that? Do you have an opinion?
2: Yeah, I think um, it's, it's probably a lot more complex. It's probably not as simple as all that, but I think um, in, my, in my experience, people love to attribute good things to a deity. You know what I'm saying? Like, or even the universe or whatever. They rarely will they attribute negative things to you don't hear people saying, Man, I I just want to, man, I'm so mad at the universe. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's usually like, I just want to thank the universe. Like the universe. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I feel like people usually attribute good things to like some higher power. And um, and just trying to be consistent with that, I feel like that's what ends up happening when something good happens for you. You just want to feel like, man, like God is smiling on you, or you, you know, you're like, wow, how did this happen? And um, and so some people may be sincere. Some people may be like, yo, I'm sincerely believe God did this. Other people may be like, that's just kind of like the lullaby effect. That's just what you do. You know what I mean? You take your right. hat, you come in the building. Like, I don't know why I'm taking my hat off, but I guess right. some kind of way it's respectful. So I, I I think feel like it's more like that type of thing. Hmm.
1: You know, I want to talk about what it is to be a Christian today because Van and I have had these conversations on the podcast and I feel like it's always hard to be a Christian in the world, but it seems even harder than ever just because uh, people are using Christianity to either tell you to stay in your lane or using it as a weapon. And I know that it's even been used Against you because you've been very vocal about standing up for Black Lives Matter, whether it be on social media or just even beyond that. And a lot of Christians—I don't know if I say a lot—but Christians have accused you of spreading a divisive message, or have been to, kind of told you just stick to the gospel. You know, like we don't, we don't get involved in in all of that. And I'm curious for you, like, how do you reason that, and how do you handle that?
2: We're mm-hmm. driving off the deep end
1: in
2: let's this- go. <laughs> uh, we, ju- we just
1: met, but let's go.
2: <laughs> uh man, I just I, you know what? I think I think there's there's Christianity and then there's merit American evangelicalism, which is mm-hmm. not really it's like this mix of Christian belief and nationalism. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think they're not, they're not the same thing. Like this Eastern religion started by a Jewish Palestinian man, you know what I mean? is not the same thing as this, um, you know, uh, conservative Republican evangelical movement that we see happening. And I think if people went and traveled more, like I've been around the world. I've been, a, you know, seen the Coptics in Egypt, in Egypt, and the the, the, the the folks in Ethiopia and in Japan. And I've seen it's so much bigger than what we look at in the United States. So you kind of have to deal with the dogma that exists here and just be like, y'all don't get it. But I mean, that's why they killed Jesus, because they didn't get it the same way th- then as they don't get it now. So it's almost like uh, I just comes with the territory. Um, I think it's unfortunate because it drives, pushes a lot of people away. Like they, they begin to believe that what they're seeing is authentic Christianity. And it's really just this, it's dogma. You know what I'm saying? It's it's probably some people who sincerely believe this, but by the end of the day, what you got to understand is all throughout history, there's always been some Christians who use the Bible or use or or people who use the Bible, I won't call them Christians, people who use the Bible for their own selfish motives from Constantine to the slave masters, to people praying over the, the bombs, bombing Japan, to the church fathers in Germany being anti-Semitic and, you know, inspiring Hitler. Like they're always going to use it. And I mean, it's, it happens with all religions. You know what I mean? They just try to use it for their own selfish desires. And I don't think that was the I know that's not the heartbeat and the intention. So. End of the day, I just be like, all right, cool. That's what y'all want to believe. Then I mean, more power to you. I feel bad for you, but I'm gonna keep doing what I do. Hmm. Uh I'll be
0: honest with you. I'm frustrated. I'm personally frustrated. Yeah. And it I'm I'm frustrated and I'm sad. And uh I need to be restored. <laughs> I'm serious. And, and 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 I'm frustrated because. Jesus's message is pretty simple and it um and that's why it's so beautiful, right? It's it's that's just right, it's right. pretty simple. And to be honest with you whether or not you believe that Christ died to save your your soul it does, has nothing to do with it. Like even philosophically the message of Jesus is pretty beautiful and pretty straight up. The co-opting that you say has happened that we all can agree has happened my question is: Do you think that the that it's has been co opted co opted consciously to mislead people? Because see, my thing is when I see uh, when I see people yelling, screaming, and talking about, I, I, I wonder if they understand the very simple rules that Christ gave as to how to be the best human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's specific rules about how to have your soul saved. But then there are specific rules about just how to live, yeah, and I can't believe that these that some of these people have misinterpreted these rules to this degree. There's got to be something more to it. Am I wrong for thinking that it's purposely misleading people with the way that some of these people are acting? No, I think for sure that's what they do
2: I mean that's it's the book of Eli you've seen the book of Eli it's like yeah when you. Yeah. Know- but I but I do think that there's certain people in, in powerful positions who manipulate truth to manipulate people. And then there's the minions who who believe it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they they are sincere. I believe I honestly think there was some sincere people storming the Capitol thinking that God endorsed that nonsense. I think mm-hmm. they sincerely believed it, but they were taught to believe that. And they, in the same way, constantly by people, people who like, better. By people who knew better. Exactly. Right. People who knew better.
0: Exactly. Right. I, right. Yes, I totally believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's power, scary. Though. I mean, yeah. It's
2: power. That's what you do. You know what I mean? It's like you see that all over the place. I think it matters more. It may matter more to you and me because we've seen something beautiful get corrupted where other people never gave it a chance. It's like mm-hmm. my music. That's how I feel. It's like. Bro, I promise I'm just trying to make good art. No, nah, I got that Christian stamp on it, bro. I don't even know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I like, All right, buddy, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm.
1: But look, Craig, wouldn't you say that, and you kind of mentioned this when you, were, when you were talking a little bit before, that we've seen this happen throughout history where people use religion to hold other people down. Or, you know, to to manipulate certain people to do things the way that they want them to, specifically slavery. I mean, the Bible was, was used and, you know, Scripture was used and they had people preaching this, even black preachers going around, you know what I mean, to hold us down in that way. You mentioned something on your social media where you talked about the idolization of government. And you talked about uh, government, idolizing government and politics and that it's at the root of multiple problems in the church. I was wondering if you could, like, speak a little bit more on that.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's just the whole thing. It's like when you believe nationalism is when you exalt the nation above humanity. So all of a sudden it's not, it's no longer about the people in the nation. It's about the nation itself. It's the empire. You know what I'm saying? You want the empire to, to win at the cost of humanity. So it's like, yo, for our nation to be a superpower, I don't care if innocent black people got to get killed in the street. That's what's got to happen for this nation to be a superpower. And that's mm-hmm. where you start blending nationalism with your faith because you feel like God has somehow made your nation, the special one, like, Oh yeah, this is God's special nation. So it's got to win, which is really stupid. It's, it's, it's antithetical to the whole idea of a global faith because mm-hmm. it's global. So, right. you know what I'm saying? It's like, like to me, it's always, it's trippy to me and people be like, yo dog, you see what's going on right now? I think God coming back. I'm like, if I if you was living in Nigeria, you would think God coming back for the last <laughs> 50 years. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like right. you, America's not the center of God's agenda. You know what I mean? So that that kind of pisses me off in as far as that's concerned. But 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 yeah, to answer your question, I think people just marry the nation to like, I mean, they believe it because the constitution was. You know, like, oh, these were Christian dudes. And they, they got it from the... Some people sure. believe the Constitution is the Bible. They really mm. do. Mm. Yeah. They literally believe the Constitution is the Bible. Right.
1: So. And never have read it.
2: Right. And never have read it. Right. <laughs> right. Interesting document. Like the document. Bible. Like some, like the, the Bible. Um,
0: so I'm going to ask you one more question along this. And then I want to get into something. I just want to get on my rap shit with you. Um, uh, There's one specific issue that Rachel and I talked about on this podcast. And it has to do with somebody who I know. I'm just going to ask you about this. I don't know.
2: I, I, I don't like, know where this is going.
0: Do you know, do, do you know what it is? Maybe about I do but I might. Maybe. I, no, I, I has to do uh, you, Rachel, you do know. It has to do with, with somebody I know, somebody who's a pastor at a big church.
1: Okay. okay. We okay. really we really got into we it really on this one. We really got into it on this one.
0: <laughs> somebody who's a pastor at a big church. Carl Lentz. All right. Oh. Carl Lentz. You know Pastor Carl. I'm sure you yep. know Pastor Carl. Yep. Um. Now, me and Rachel were going back and forth. What I was wondering is if it was proper for Hillsong to have fire Pastor the call because of everything that had happened, being that to me, I think when someone falls, that's the moment that you have the, uh, the opportunity to demonstrate grace because mm-hmm. there's a family and there's a wife and there's all of this, not saying that the guy is a perfect guy, but just yeah. saying that after everything that's happened, there seems to have been like, a huge 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 turning on him. I'm not saying that the, the shit that was going on was 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 cool or kosher or whatever. I guess am I wrong for thinking that somebody like that in that position uh that part of being a Christian is being an active Christian and maybe counseling and helping repair in that situation is sort of the better uh a road to take other than like breaking them apart, kicking them out of the church, ripping them of their leadership role. you have a leadership role in a lot of people's faith. um, how do you feel about that
2: yeah i so yes and no, I agree, but I also think there's levels to it like I think the the role of a pastor is like real significant, you know what I mean, like yeah, it's kind of like you're trusted to guide people. It doesn't mean you're better or you like have you you have a different moral code you got to live by, so to speak. But it does mean like hey, people got to trust you and, and trust that you got situations set up around you to keep you in a, in a, in a healthy space. Right. So, and so, you know, you just want to be able to trust somebody in that position. Now, Yes, I agree with you that, you know, hey, people get shot every day, B. People mess up every day. We saying all the time. It's affairs Mm -hmm. popping off all over the place. So Mm -hmm. that's it's not anything new. It's something that restoration can be applied to. It's something that help and healing. And honestly, what you probably will see in most minority churches is if something like that happened, he might get sat down for a little while. Not even. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes, yeah, but oh, I'm sometimes oh, oh, you, oh, know, oh. you put it to the side for a minute, and oh, then right. you, know, you don't have to, yeah, I mean, you go to some counseling or something, and then get it back on right. track. So <laughs> I do think, I do think that too often this kind of American church infrastructure or Western is so business oriented; it's it mo- it's it's modeled after a a, a business, you know, Absolutely. like. So it's it's you know you come it's a building there's funds you gotta manage yeah. clientele and uh, and so I think you it's easier to fire people or or cut them out or excommunicate them because it's more of a business infrastructure than it is like a a place a community of God you know what I mean right. so I think if it wasn't so business oriented you wouldn't see as much of that but when people start thinking about money they are gonna lose and right. yeah you know I mean would you like to see Pastor Carl get another chance? Yeah, I think everybody, I mean, well, I don't know his his specific situation. I do right. think he did, I do think it is always worth it to reach out to try to restore somebody, to try to get them the help, the healing that's necessary, and to see their redemption story, to see that God can can make a masterpiece out of a mess. That's always the best option. Always. Hmm. Word. You
1: know it I mean? sounds like Lecrae and I said the same thing. That's man. not what you said. That is that is exactly what I that's
2: said. Not what you said at all.
0: Because <laughs> no, I don't
1: said. believe that he should be kicked to the curb. I mm-hmm. said he shouldn't have that position. That's yeah, what I said. On. He shouldn't have the position anymore. Come on, we are, don't don't get upset. You lost this one. I do want to ask you it's this. Not before about you, losing.
0: I, it's not I about do, losing. David, read your Bible. David did all... You know I, what? That's okay. No, read your Bible. Read your Bible. Uh, it happens have all the time. It happens you don't have the, to it, tell it me. <laughs> but God, God works. Whatever. Let's not fight in front Wait. of the company. Go okay, ahead and ask the question to the great ask Lecrae. ask the question before you yeah.
1: get into the... It, it's a wrap right. like you want to. Right. I do want to give you the chance to talk about this because I know people like Charlie Kirk have told other Christians to not listen to your music because you supported now Senator Raphael Warnock. And I just want to give you an opportunity to respond to that. I did see the video that you did um, on YouTube where you were talking about your stance on, you know, pro-choice versus pro-life. But I wanted to give you an opportunity to address that because it, I think a lot of us are are know people who say certain things like this, even to us. Oh, you support this. So, I'm against you for this, or how as you as a Christian could you support this? So I just want to give you the opportunity to talk about it.
2: I never got into a real rap beef before, so I always wanted somebody to be like, "Go tell me about some <laughs> and I can be like, "Who? of that?" <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh... <laughs> No, I like
1: that. Man. I like that. <laughs> uh,
2: but I, I'll just say this: you know, you. I don't think people see the amount of racist rhetoric that comes out their mouth when they try to cancel, you know what I'm saying? Like you represent one of the largest majority white institutions and organizations out there and you're saying, don't invite this black man into another church again like that's so all the white supremacy wrapped up in that is crazy that they don't right. even see it like that's wild to mm-hmm. me but then even on a spiritual level it's like bro who are you you can't cancel God's plans if God want to use me he gonna use me what you what are you talking about you know what mm. I mean like you can't stop the hand of God like if God don't want to use me then cool but if he do he do and uh and then I guess more more than anything for me I don't believe either. It first of all, it's sad that you so connect the church to a political party that a person who votes opposite of you, or you or you perceive that they voted opposite of you is now some sort of heretic or some sort of like the antichrist. That's crazy to me. 86% of black people vote progressive. You know what I'm saying? And or and I'm sorry, 96% of black people vote progressive. 86% of white people vote conservative. That's just America. You know what I mean? So what it tells me is you haven't done the research to understand why black people vote in the way they do. Mm-hmm. And, and you taking this higher moral ground as it pertains to pro-life as if, you know, babies in a womb are are more important than in a, than Tamir Rice outside the womb. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, you, you got the higher moral ground. How about we care about it all? And right. we're making decisions in the midst of everything going on that we feel like best suit our situation in our in our circumstances. That's you can give people the the, the the freedom to do that. But these folks man, but anyway, who was that dude you was talking about who? Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah I never under, like
0: I like I never understood that. God gives you free will, but it seems like sometimes they don't want to. Right, they want to. They want to govern by. Do- they want to govern by dogma, but we, you can't do that. That's antithetical to. We, we have to kind of govern in the best interest for everyone, and then tell right. people what we think is is the are be- the best option. You know what I mean? <laughs> we have to govern like we have to say, "Hey, you're free to do that, but look, if there's any way to have you not do it, I'll help you." But whatever it, what, what, like whatever it is, right? Because if that was the case, then I don't understand. I've always said this to you know, because I go back and forth. If that was the case, then premarital sex would be illegal. That's a sin, Man. like, like, you why is that, that legal? Makes much sense right now. You got it. Not, not only is that not illegal, it's amazing. Okay, let's move on. I did not endorse <laughs> that. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, now let me ask you this: just uh, something else, because I'm, you know, I get my bag when I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking to myself, I have hip hop arguments with my friends all the time. And we talk about top fives. And sometimes we talk about top fives. Sometimes we talk about who's hot. We talk about who's doing this, who's doing that, who's doing this. It's rare that anyone ever brings your name up. And I know why. I know why, because they don't think that you are one of those other rappers, Right. It's, it, it's the filter of the actual Christian rap moniker. Maybe it doesn't make them listen. Maybe they don't do it. Maybe they don't rank you alongside uh, some of these other guys. Does that bother you? Like, do you think that you are one of the top five rappers in the game? Do you think you are the best rapper in the game? Do you think you deserve a place in that conversation? No,
2: nah, they don't bother me. And I... It, reason why it don't bother me is because nah I I feel like I feel like I run in my lane very well you know what I'm saying like I feel like I run in my lane very well and um I never I I, I appreciate those who do amazing things and they're you know I, it's funny because we have this conversation all the time like I'll be like to me Royce the 5'9 is one of the most technically gifted rappers out there right right my like, god shout out Royce technically amazingly gifted yeah. and it's rare for people to be like he's my top five but I'm like but he's technically better than a lot of the people in your top five you know what I mean so what are we like how are we basing this what are we basing it off of influence you know like Tupac was hella influential he mm-hmm. may not have been the most like uh metaphor wordplay all that type of stuff you know what I mean but he connected with you on a deep level so I feel like for me, I know I connect with people on a deep level. So even if I'm not like, if, they, if I'm never seen as like, yo, he's the most technically gifted or he's this or he's that. I know they like, bro, nobody speaks to my soul within hip hop like this man does. And that mm-hmm. to me is the greatest compliment. If somebody's like, you, you speaking that real to my soul and, and it's what I need. Because mm-hmm. um, that, that's what I aim to do. And So uh, you, think I, the, you think you're the deepest rapper in the game? I don't know about the
0: deepest. But- I'm giving you know what I'm trying to do. I'm giving you an opportunity to talk your shit right now, and you're <laughs> just and, and you're too Lecrae, covered. Just, just turn you're around. You're too covered. You're too covered. Just, turn too covered. just show, just show us behind too, you. Co- he's <laughs> too he's too covered in the blood. You're like You <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> look at him right there. He's too covered in the blood. Wow. It's like you, you know what I mean. Like, but but it, seriously, it's a question because I'm, I'm talking to people. I'm, I'm talking to my little brother and one of the guys that put me on. You he goes like, man,
2: ask nigga if, if he if he if he mad. That people sleep on how nice he is. I just think, I think like period, point blank, when it comes to anything that has to do with a a spiritual or religious category, people tend to not give credit to the amount of talent that go like. To me, Kirk Franklin is on some next, like he's one of the most musical, he's a musical genius. He wrote all mm. them songs, mm-hmm. but, but they not going to celebrate him like they celebrate Prince. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they not, because they, are oh, you the gospel guy. You know right. what I mean? I'm like, yo, this man wrote these crazy songs, played mm-hmm. them, orchestrated right. them. And I don't think he'll get that credit. So I think because of that, you know, I don't know where I would fit If it wasn't for that, I don't know how I would fit in hip hop. Sometimes I think about that. I feel like, you know, I don't know where I would sit or where I would fit um, in a lot of ways. I I, I guess I'll never know. But but I don't feel like, yo, I'm Andre 3000 level. You know what I mean? I feel like he's at a, you know, he's amazing. He just has Mm -hmm. contributed music in a way like none other. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know where I'm at. Maybe I'm. Yeah, that's an interesting question. I don't know where I like. Where would you be? Like, you think you rap
0: better than, let's say, Drake?
1: Drake. That's a yes. He was going to say yes.
2: (laughs) Drake is amazing at what he does, and he's a great executor. I, I, I don't know about his writing. I can't speak. (laughs) <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Okay, I feel you. I, I, I feel. I feel you. I feel you. That there, there was a
0: whole thing there, Rachel. What did you have? You were in like you, Rachel. You want to get deep into the hip hop situation with Lecrae? No. I, I and knew, I feel I like, was, I I feel knew, like, like you're you trying to take. Do you do
1: you want to do a follow up question? Because I feel like you're trying to take nope, a jab. No, nope, nope. no, I just knew
0: I, I just good. knew you weren't going to come in. Th- yeah, what do you think about cool G rap? I just wasn't expecting <laughs> it. So go ahead. <laughs> I was, I this. was
1: good with when I said DC talk. That was, that was Ooh. pretty much it for me. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that was pretty much it for me. No, but speaking of music, though, you are working on a new mix. Ah, you are working on a new mixtape. Church closed four. Now I read that. When you did Restoration last year, you said that that might be your last full album. Is that mm.
2: true? I mean, I just... I don't know. But i put it to you like this. I definitely... I definitely am, I feel like I said what I needed to say on Restoration. So I'd have to be inspired in some new kind of way. You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, i have to be inspired in some new kind of way to have a whole album's worth of material. Um... Like church clothes is one is my hip hop contribution. It's just, I I don't really care about the commercial offerings. I'm just about the it's straight rap. That's just like a rap project. So I'm not really worried about it. It's the, the, the thing for me with albums is there's so much, it's like there was so much expectation. And it's like, all right, this combination mm. and this song, and now you gotta get the feature, and then the, you know, it's like all these particular things. And it kind of takes away the fun. Of just getting in the studio and crafting music, which is kind of where I'm at. You know, I think the expectation level gets so high once you accomplish so much that it takes the fun out of it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you had a platinum single with Tori Kelly, what you going to do now? And I'm like, right. bro, I just mm-hmm. want to go in the studio and... Be inspired. And- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see. But I'm about to have fun with this one. I really want to make, you know, some good classic hip-hop music because in end of the day, that's really where I come from. And um, that's what I'm excited about.
0: Mm. So the book, I am restored. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fantastic work.
2: Thank
0: you, man. Actually, gave me a deeper understanding of who you are, and how, and like, and just of how all of this, you know, manifests itself. You know, we we've, yeah. we've been going back and forth, kicking texts and stuff back and forth for a couple of years now, but yeah. I really feel like you know, it's a deeper understanding of your worldview. I feel like right now. America needs to be restored, and not saying that it was better before. uh, Not saying that there's ever been a good time necessarily for us, but there is something recently that was specifically lost. It feels like it feels like there were times just recently where things have changed. If you were going to pray or ask for the restoration of America from God, what Mm. specifically Mm. would you ask for right now? When you look out there, what do you feel like we're missing?
2: I mean, there's no, this sounds cliche, but it's not. When I say it, I'll, I'll try to unpack it. But genuine love, man, like loving your neighbor as yourself, like seeing people as people, even though we're different and we have different views and beliefs, like we're, we're on some civil war type vibes right now. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a us and a them. And I think um, to me, it's like that is where selfishness and where arrogance and we're pride. And as a man of faith, where I feel like, you know, the devil wins the day because you now you playing the game. You know what I mean? It's like, so so, look at I look at it like this, you know. If if the black community, just using that as an example, let's say to take the black community. Once upon a time, we was all together and we was hanging out and everybody was cool barbecues and picnics and the whole nine, whatever. Um, and then it's like this block started getting bigger and stronger, and this block was like, "Yo, why y'all getting bigger and stronger? Uh, now we the Bloods and we the Crips, and now." It's like we fighting against each other, but we but it's like, man, look how big we've gotten. Look how big we've gotten. And y'all proud of of how big you've gotten individually. But y'all are playing the wrong game because the game y'all should have been playing was building up the entire black community as a whole so that it has some power in this nation, you know, and that and that you can move the mountains and shift the things you want to shift. So I just feel like we are. We're 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 playing into the hands of the enemy by allowing all this stuff to fester, you know what I mean, instead mm. of seeing each other like, you know, collectively. And I mean, I know it sounds like some kumbaya stuff, but I'm saying if we really no. like sure. if we saw each other, like Dr. King said on the basis of our character, then you know, we wouldn't have to have these issues. Black people wouldn't be talking about Black Lives Matter if y'all, if we wasn't worried about y'all seeing us as you know, like them thugs over there. You know, if you yeah. were you looking yeah. at the content of our character, we wouldn't have to be talking about our, our color, our ethnicity mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. but that's not the reality that we live in. So mm. it's very
0: true.
1: Well said. I don't want to ask another question after that. You don't, that was great. You're out. I don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> that hey, was
0: great. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. I'm about the little great. I'll just let you guys know something about Lecrae. I'm like six, four, Lecrae's gigantic. Like you, like you, I met Lecrae one time and I turned around, I thought Lecrae was Shook's security. I was he, he, like, he was in, like he was in, I, I'm not even joking. Where well, I saw you at? I saw you at the, uh, at uh, at the, at the Beverly Hilton or something like that. Oh yeah. i let y'all know something. Lecrae is godly. <laughs> but don't, but I don't mean, you know, you know, God said, you know, God wants you to be prosperous. And Lecrae is prosperous out here, man. You know, he's, he's doing his thing. So when I didn't see Lecrae at the Motel 6 or the Westin, Lecrae was at the Beverly Hilton.
2: Why
0: he's got to be a there. <laughs> well, I'm like, it's brilliant. You, you hoop. You got, you got basketball pass and stuff like that, right? Like nice
2: things, you know what i you, love, you don't like, have to I explain, explain yourself here, Lecrae. I ain't saying if you trust God, he's going to give them to you. But <laughs> I'm just saying that you can yeah, get serious. <laughs> all, right. all right. All
0: right. Hey, Listen. Seriously, I'm continuously inspired by you, bro. I'm continuously inspired by somebody who makes Christianity cool, who makes it accessible, and more than any of that, who just makes great music and and contributes Mm -hmm. to the culture, bro. So I I have a great deal, a great amount of respect for you, and I wish you nothing, nothing but success in everything that you want to do. And when you want to battle Drake, when you want to do the whole thing, when you want to call him, we're here for that too.
1: Well, so you Uh, could do it here. Cause you need uh, it. Cause I'm not gonna lie.
0: (laughs) You said you ain't never had a rap beef before. I think you need one. I think.
2: I almost had one with Game one time, but he was tweaking. I was like, bro, I'm not even trying to. What are you talking about? Right. Right. But see, it would be good if like you had like a like a like a positive
0: beef. A positive rap beef. Like instead of of a instead of what does that look like? Because like somebody dissed him, right? And Mm then instead, how about this? Somebody dissed Lecrae, and then Lecrae writes a, a response track called. The other cheek, <laughs> 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 and it's about all the ways he and he just son him. The whole culture will be behind you. They'll be like, "Yo, bro, the the great Jedi mind tricked him, bro." Now at the
2: other cheek, the whole 9 I'm telling you, that'll be hot. It's a, it's some folk. It's a dude named uh, Saga. Who's like a battle rapper? He be on that for real. Like check him mm. out. He'd be really on that. I'll be like, yo, you, I couldn't be a battle rapper. Cause cause I'm saved, but my battles, my battle raps ain't. So I don't ah! think I <laughs> <laughs> I be like, man, you good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, my man.
0: Uh <laughs> appreciate you, bro. As always. Yes. Um uh go get the book, I am restored. When you drop in the new restoration is out now. When you drop yeah. in uh the, the Mixed, project.
2: Mixtape, Mixtape. Uh, I mean, 2021. I don't know when yet, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on who I got to get in the studio with, you know what I mean? So it just depends on who I'm rocking with. But yeah, I'll probably, you know, if the oh, world opens back up, I'll be out in LA recording some stuff as well. So, you know what I mean? What up. All right, my man. Appreciate you, brother. Wish yes, you well. Yes,
1: thanks for being if, here. No, man,
2: thank, thank you, y'all. I had a fun, I had a blast. Peace.
0: Okay, so, you, uh, You said that you had just interviewed Cicely Tyson.
1: I did. Um, I just interviewed Cicely Tyson on the red carpet at the opening of Tyler Perry's New Studios. And I did it for Extra. This was October of... I said last year. Wow, so much time passes. It was 2019. It was October of 2019. And um, I, I... I had the pleasure of meeting her and, and just talking to her about what the moment meant. She was being honored, what it meant to be honored. Um, if you don't know, Tyler Perry studios are in Atlanta and they were built on a Confederate army uh, base used to be on that land. So from going from that to having a black owned studio where he was naming them after the people who had inspired Tyler Perry was naming them after the people who had inspired his career. Uh, Cicely Tyson was there. She was beautiful she was powerful she actually was speaking to me sadly enough diane carroll had just passed away the day before so she was reflecting on her life as well um man cicely tyson is a trailblazer i mean for as long as i can remember she has been on our television screens or tv screens on the big screen um yeah,
0: yeah seven seven decade long uh, acting career She was 96, you guys. 96 96, when she passed away. uh, Was uh, nominated. um, uh, Actually received an honorary Academy Award. Was nominated for an Academy Award uh, for Sounder.
1: Oh, Sounder.
0: Amazing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, like, really, to be honest with you, the career itself was just one that was kind of a... She was synonymous with elegance. She was synonymous Mm -hmm. with class. And she was synonymous with just rich, rich, rich performances. Like, I remember uh, when I was a kid, we had on VHS this movie, The Autobiography of Jane Pittman. Yeah. And that was kind of like the first time I saw Cicely Tyson. But and my mother would tell me that this was the best actress in the world. This was the best actress in the world. Cicely Tyson was the best actress in the world. And you, you want to know something weird? It was one of the first times that I can remember, not that my parents didn't tell me different things like this all the time, but it was the first time that I can actually remember connecting somebody being the best in the world at something to being mm. black. You know what I mean? So, like, when you learned about, uh, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and and Jackie Robinson and all of those people, there was always a, a past casting to it. Yeah, like these were war people who lived and had done great things, uh, and I would go on to have heroes that were black and who were the best in the world and stuff. You know, Michael Jordan, guys like that. Uh, you know, Barack Obama and all the people like that. All throughout my life, uh, mm-hmm. there's uh, enough excellence to, to choose from. But I remember my mother didn't say, "Hey, look at this historical figure." I remember she said, "This lady right here is the best actress in the world."
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and and I that like that. That was and I looked at Cicely Tyson as that for my entire, you know, young life. And yeah. she was among the very best actresses who have ever lived before.
1: And you have to think about the times, the times when she was on our. I mean, obviously, Van just said, you know, for 70 years, she's been she's been working, she's continued to work. But when she started out, you didn't see many people of color on your, your TV screen in the yeah. movies that way. you didn't ha- We didn't have superstars. We couldn't look. That's why people uh, speak so the way they do about Diane Carroll. There mm-hmm. were so many firsts with them. And so when you saw yourself represented, they were a hero to you because you didn't see that that often. And that's what Cicely Tyson was. Mm.
0: It was amazing. Like yeah. an amazing, amazing career. And just a life well lived. 96 years old with all of the things that she was able to accomplish in um, a time. Well, look, man. I mean, we're still talking about the roles that black women uh, are are allowed to play or giving license to play as leads in Hollywood. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. There needs to
0: be more. But mm-hmm. think about if we're having that conversation today in 2021. Yeah, what must it have been like to to be respected, to be taken seriously, and to have your art? Uh, really recognized in the 50s or the 60s or the 70s. You know what right. I mean? And right. it's people like her, Cicely Tyson. That's the reason why we have the Octavia Absolutely. Spencers and the Viola Davises. You know the Regina Kings. And you're gonna hear way, way, way more eloquent tributes than anything that I could say about it. But Absolutely. There's almost not as there's not enough you could say about it. Mm-hmm. So. Rest in peace, Miss Cicely Tyson.
2: Absolutely. Okay.
0: Rachel? I watched it. I watched The Bachelor.
1: Man.
0: Okay. I watched The Bachelor.
1: Remember, I told you Mm -hmm. this was an episode where that was gonna really get to you. Right. I told you to watch it till the end.
0: Right. Because you wanted me to see. You wanted me to see King Weenus and his moves. That's what you wanted me to see. You wanted me to see uh, King <laughs> Weenus the first and his dance skills. You know he's a weenie. Just go ahead and say it. I will now, not. I'm going to be honest with you. He was cru- cruising along this episode. Doing okay. He was cruising along okay. at a 1.5 Weenus rating. He was cruising along. It was a weenie and a half. He gets... 0.5 weenie for just being himself. And then he gets another 0.5 weenie just for some of the stuff, even though he had a great date with, uh, was there Michelle? Mac Michelle, or, new Michelle, girl who came in. New yeah, girl who yeah. Um, And then I was just giving him another 0.5 weenies just because. Just because there was a lot of stuff that was Can't going on in the break. house. Can't catch a break. So I was going to give him a 1.5 weenies, which is a sparkling weenie score for Matt. Okay. And then the dancing took us to level seven, Waynesville. Off the scale. (laughs) Off the scale. Rachel, am I I wrong? You're not.
1: This I said I couldn't even defend Matt James on. Now, you know, I feel like I got to take up for him because, especially in the black community, there aren't too many people who are rooting for Matt James. They feel like they already know who he is. They've written him off. And I don't want to be that person. But I couldn't back Matt up on this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I felt like the producers were trolling him on this. But this this is this is this is what was so bad. It's not just that he did it. He did it and he thought he
0: killed it. He thought he was up there. Jamming.
1: And let me tell you what it reminded me of. You you went you went to majority white schools for a second, right? Sure. Okay. So did I. Mm-hmm. You know what it's like when you're all the white people think that you can kill whatever dance is out there. Anytime mm-hmm. a song comes on, they think that you can hit that. Right. And they cheer you. Go, Van. Go, Rachel. They just really expect you. And they hype you up, even if you have no rhythm. Why? Mm-hmm. Because you're Black and they expect you to be able to dance. <laughs>
0: right.
1: I can tell Matt James has been in that circle right. many a times. Right. He did not read the room. He really, It was like in another circle... That he would be the shit for doing that. Right. On national TV, we weren't giving him a pass.
0: These are the types of things that get you, that gets you put in weenie purgatory. Which is not, it's not a show-to-show rating.
1: I didn't know it was a thing. So, there's something
0: called weenie purgatory. And, what that is, is, you know, if you guys, purgatory is between heaven and hell and it's a place that you can stay there and either go up to heaven or go down to hell. Matt James is in danger of going to weenie purgatory, which means that he will no longer be rated show by show on his weeniness. He will be pre-weenied and then have to prove that he deserves to get out of weenie purgatory. We're getting close to that moment. We're not quite there yet. We're getting close to that moment. The only thing that really saves me from railing on that, like more for that dance, is the fact that something so disgusting happened in this episode of The Bachelor that I can't even get over it. The whole whole escort stuff. Oh, yeah. Is this really what we're doing? Yeah. It's so so disgusting. Like, what's it again? Anna and Katie, I think, were their names. Uh, was it Anna and Katie?
1: Katie's been good about not letting this stuff continue. Anna's the one who brought the rumor
0: to life. Anna brought the rumor, but who was it about, though? What was the girl's name? She's a new girl. Brittany. 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 Is, is that the type of stuff we're doing on TV now? Like I know. That, that Anna chick, Anna, Anna meant, to, Anna is going to get, you know, five out of five win for Anna. Anna's, An- Anna's going to get... She's she going to have Wendy. to
1: disappear. Now, yeah. I hope people don't, I mean, like, she's going to get it Ms. really Windus. bad. She's, she's already getting it, right? Because this, yeah. this happened. This happened on Monday, but I don't know what the show is doing. I've never seen a storyline like this because you will see in the next episode how far this goes or doesn't go without giving it away. But the fact that you let this sit there and they teased it, that's, that's, that's my issue. You teased this. We knew it was coming. We didn't know how it was going to play out, but we knew it was coming. Even when it was teased, I thought, oh, this is going to be like really trivial. It's not going to be a big storyline. It's just going to be like something they say and it, and they dismiss it. But you're messing with this person's life at this point. You know what I mean? Like, and no shame to her if she is an escort, but just, Mm -hmm. but the way it was presented, it was presented in a negative way. Like she should be shamed
0: for it. Like a bombshell allegation. Like. Yeah. You couldn't have been an escort and then decided that you wanted to like come on a show and try to find love or something like that. Yeah. A lot of the ways, and I'm, it was just, it was framed horribly. It was offensive on many different levels. And then it was like used as almost part of the drama of the show. It was. I don't
1: know, man.
0: Rach, I don't know.
1: As it's, it's it's I don't I don't know what the sh- I don't know what type of audience the show is trying to v- attract. I don't know where they're going with this. I mean, like it's almost laughable that like even she says it. She's like, it sounds so ridiculous. Like we had a girl on a podcast the other day, and I was like asking her about it. Like, what were you friends with this person? I was like, were you friends with the escort? Like almost like it's so ridiculous to even say. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah. can't believe that you tease this for weeks and now it's here. You'll you'll see what happens in the next episode, but yeah. I don't know mm. what the show's got going on right now. I don't know what kind of drama we're trying to dig up.
0: Yeah. Maybe, is it, is it, maybe that because they can't do enough stuff and go enough places, they have to get a little bit more scuzzier and slimier because that whole thing was really disgusting. I felt so sorry. It's, it's, it's so yeah, hard for, for me to feel sorry for a white woman. That's some, that's that's so sorry for me to feel sorry. It's it's hard for me to feel sorry for a white woman. It's weird. I get it. It's just, it, it's it's like you know. It's like sometimes I watch things and I see white women and I'm like, oh, it's so hard. Not go, ah. but, uh, but, <laughs> but 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 this. You know, this was very. It's tough, man.
1: I can't imagine what I would do if somebody was making those accusations about me. You know, what? I would go in a full out panic. You know what I mean? Like it's. I, I heard somebody saying, is there a legal issue here? You know, it is slander.
0: On the flip side, you could, if if I was, let's say it was the bachelorette, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was accused of being like a sex worker. Yeah, like you're, you
1: know? a, you're a contestant.
0: Uh-huh. I'm a contestant, right? You know what I would do? What? After the show was over, I would start that OnlyFans. Why so not? So you just
1: play into it.
0: People out here getting money.
1: I, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying, you would were, were play into it.
0: I know a girl who said she made $75,000 last month on OnlyFans. The what Feezy. does she do?
1: What does she have to do? That's what I want to know. These people who are making big money, what are they doing?
0: You know what you, know what could, you, know what you could do? You could put the OnlyFans up there, and then by the time people knew that you were scamming them and you weren't going to do anything on the OnlyFans, you probably got like a quick come up.
1: Didn't somebody do that? Like, Bella Thorne? She made, Bella like, $2 Thorne. million do- dollars Two or million. something like that <clears throat> and didn't do anything.
0: Look, they got Bozeman back in here. You heard. <laughs> uh, maybe I should start an OnlyFans for Bozeman. Can Only you do Bose. that
1: for for dogs? I know people, like, do it, I think I told you before, for feet and stuff like that. Can you do it for pets? Uh, you might be able to. Boz? Bose. Boz Bose is handsome. Bo- don't put them out there like that.
0: Uh, nah, Boz like that shit. Boz is a ham. Boz be running around here. You no, know, Bose Boz is getting too... Boz is getting to an age where he's starting to learn some things about himself. Might, <laughs> how old?
1: This? How old is he at this point?
0: I think he's three months. No, we, no, he's a. Uh, he's like a. Uh, look here, he is. Oh, right here. you
1: hear us talking about you. you?
0: hear us talking about you, Bozeman. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, Rachel, we have to talk about a story that is not so fun to talk about. Um, Chad Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys saw this. Chad Wheeler, uh, gigantic offensive lineman for the Steelers was arrested, excuse me, for the Seahawks, I'm sorry, um, was arrested and then released on $400,000 bail for a gruesome and grisly attack on his girlfriend. Uh, It is reported that he had asked his girlfriend to bow for him. Mm. And then when she refused to bow, his girlfriend, Chad Wheeler is white, his girlfriend is black. Uh, When she refused to bow, Chad then beat the shit out of her. Strangled her, pinned her down, uh strangled her to the point that she lost consciousness she regained consciousness she woke up, she ran to the bathroom when she woke up. Chad wheeler reportedly said to her uh oh, so you're still alive he then apparently she ran to the bathroom he then apparently uh went into the bathroom, broke the lock, went into the bathroom tried to uh talk to her as she was uh tried to apologize to her and that's when the cops got there he refused to cooperate but then the cops got him uh or whatever uh if you were looking at the uh well first of all before we even get into some of the things like that like you you read the story
1: yeah it's disappointing this is this is what gets to me is this happened what like a week ago yeah we're just now finding out about it yesterday i found out yesterday It didn't wasn't widely reported. Um, No one was really talking about it. I don't know if you saw Nate Burleson, but he does good morning football show. And they it's a three hour show. They went through the whole show. And the last 30 seconds, he's like, I'm sorry. I know we're talking about the senior bowl. I got to take a hard left. We've done this whole show. It's on my heart and nobody's talking about it. And so he talked about what Chad Wheeler did and talked about domestic violence and talked about this, this young, uh, woman that was, was, uh, attacked, brutally attacked by him. And my first thought was, why is nobody talking about it? I had thought warriors sending me messages saying, why is this not in the news? Do you think it's not in the news because he's a white man and she's a black woman? Why are we not, why is this not getting more of a headline? Now it's starting to take flight. But the fact that days had gone by, and there had been nothing that was said. We weren't hearing from the team. We weren't hearing from the NFL. We weren't hearing from him until it hit the fan it is a huge problem for me. Why are we not talking about this man? This man is a monster, monster. We had no t- problem talking about Ray Rice. We had no problem talking about Kareem Hunt, Tyree Kill, And then my other response is, I feel like the NFL needs to be taking a bigger stance When you have a player that has this type of behavior, there needs to be some type of policy where like, you shut it down. We don't need to see these type of people in the league. They don't represent what the league stands for. Because I still have a huge problem that Tyreek Hill is in the league. Huge problem. Huge problem. Tyreek Hill had issues in college, well documented, which is why he dropped in the draft. Gets picked up, still has issues within the last two years. With not just the mother of his child, but also his actual child. Same person that he hit on in college. And we're just acting like the Cheetah is is nothing but a great football player and that he doesn't have these 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 problematic issues. I have yeah. a huge problem with that.
0: Hmm. No, I understand. I get it. Um so there are a couple of things. Number one, from having worked in that space for a little while, I'll tell you guys something that this happens all the time. Which all the which, time.
1: which what happens all the time?
0: It happens all the time that incidents like this happen and mm-hmm. they go away without people knowing about them. It happens all the time. The, 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 three pl- the, th- the three things that you mentioned, Tyreek Hill, Ray Rice, and uh, Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Hunt, they all share a common thread is that there was video and audio evidence. There was a tape in Tyree Hill's situation with his, uh, with his baby's mother. And it was video of both Kareem Hunt and then um Ray Rice. Uh Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. I can tell you for a fact, if not for the video in those two cases, they're footnotes.
1: That's so I believe I know you're right. I, I know you're right. I can tell you
0: for a fact, even when the people were saying what is the difference between this and Kareem Hubb, the difference is a video can go viral and it's, it's just a lot a story. And I'm not saying that there's not there are not optics here uh that are different for the league. You know what I mean? They're not optics here that... there. In no way am I meaning to, you know, insinuate that there's not a racial component because it's America. You can never be sure when there is one. But I will tell you that the video changes everything.
1: Well, Van, just to your point, Ray Rice. Remember, they took... They knew what happened. The team oh. knew what happened with Ray, and he was not in trouble. He might have been suspended for a game, maybe two. No, and then when the tape gone, came out...
0: right. Even, even like, yeah, he had gone through the, the... That had been, like, really adjudicated in a way. Like, we...
1: It had, yeah. It, they,
0: like, there was, I think, if I remember, he had agreed to go through, like, a pretrial intervention on it, and there were some other things, and then we get the video, and now they can't stand next to him. The Kareem Hunt situation was something that had happened a little bit in his... uh a, a little bit before, but yeah. now the video of the incident came out, and after the video of the incident came out, Um, you distance yourself. I mean, if there was a video of Tyreek Hill beating the shit out of his kid or punching his son or whatever, uh, it probably would be different. But even the audio of him talking about it was enough for for people to say, Hey, that's
1: what the problem is. The word of the woman doesn't mean anything. Her word, her story means nothing without evidence to the NFL. Or to uh, maybe in the in the court of public opinion, that's what the problem is. Why isn't her coming to the police and telling what happened to her, showing markings on her arm, on her neck, on her stomach? Because I believe Tyreek Hill kicked her um, when college. Why isn't that the the child having a broken arm? Why isn't that enough? Why does there have to be a phone call or a video for people to start listening and paying attention to these women who are being attacked? by these monsters. Money. I know. No, I know you're right. It's yeah. just that's what's the sad reality.
0: So, so Tyreek Hill, the Chiefs won a Super Bowl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, uh, Ray Rice was sort of in a decline, which made the situation, he had, he had more years to play, but sort of declining, which made the situation a little bit easier for them. Mm-hmm. You know, Kareem Hunt is uh, a dynamic football player. So what you're looking at in all of those situations is if they can find a way and you're going to get people that you're going to get organizations that say, hey, listen, this is all this guy knows how to do. We are going to give him the opportunity to do this at the highest level and get him the help that he needs and all of that stuff. You're going to hear that kind of stuff too, right? You're going to hear that stuff as well. Uh, but it's like a lot of it, it has to do with uh, with, with with money, you know? Uh, so you, well, I, I, actually, I think I uh, I confused two guys because I'm thinking back to my TMZ time now. The Kareem Hunt situation was, was in Cleveland, right, uh, during that summer. I was thinking of, in college, Joe Mixon went through this same thing. Um, Joe Mixon from Oklahoma, yeah, remember? Yeah, 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 uh, And Joe Mixon was in this, you know, and Joe Mixon had gone through the same thing as well. So in a lot of those situations, the video makes it impossible for the organization to distance themselves from it, the 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 victims will always be minimized if people allow them to be minimized. So the victims will always be minimized over over commerce, unless there's something that makes them big. And the video makes them big. Remember, Don, Donald Sterling, has right. been a racist, decades. a racist in the NBA for decades. And Baron Davis had talked about it. People had talked about it. It was not at all a secret within NBA circles that Donald Sterling was one of the biggest pieces of shit scumbags ever. The audio of him putting it out there was what the NBA needed to distance themselves from a business relationship with him. Even NBA, the league that we think is, you know...
1: Above uh, the others, yeah. uh,
0: Above the others. So... Uh, in this situation with Chad Wheeler, though, I think it's important to talk about the woman here and her situation and exactly. what happened to her and not necessarily what it means in the larger, bigger scheme of things because something that I did see was I saw a lot of people online uh, use Kareem Hunt. I saw Kareem Hunt trended. um Rice was trending. Ray Rice mm-hmm. was trending. All these guys were trending because, like, what about, these guys, like, do this white boy the same, same way you did that. Even when you do that, you cover the woman.
1: And that's what I'm saying. Why are right. we not focusing on the victim? No, I completely right. agree with
0: you. No, no, I, no, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, and I just said that, like, you you cover her. You mm-hmm. do essentially what the NFL does. You minimize her. This is her story. Uh, this is her life. And she needs the space before we start taking it to a larger societal thing. She needs the space to, to talk and be made whole again if that's even possible. Who knows if she'll ever be able to trust again? She had a 310-pound, six foot seven behemoth, a beast of a human being, wailing on her. And she survived it. So um
1: That's what I'm saying. We gotta give, we gotta start respecting these victims, these people who are attacked by these men. It's 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 crazy. Thank goodness she survived it. Thank goodness that she's alive,
0: you know. That I... And I'll say this. The NFL needs to take a proactive approach uh, to this. Because whereas it, it, uh, these are the high-profile incidents that we hear about, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if the league... It's interesting that the NFL is a family league uh, with, with around family values... Um, and doesn't want any trouble when someone's kneeling from the flag, but when someone beats the shit out of a woman, the league then is a league of second chances. At some point, you're going to start to have to ask yourself whether or not the NFL is, in a way, complicit in some of this. Absolutely. Well, no, I don't mean complicit in the the backside. I mean on the front side. You know that you mean you,
1: is it not being proactive? Yeah, your league has I a perception
0: you. problem. Your league has a problem. Uh, your league is there, there's there's a I know that there's a no contact no conduct policy and all of that stuff, but it might be pretty good to invest in some mental health, and some training, and some ongoing things on a more regular level with these guys because to a human being, those men are weapons of mass destruction. Like mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. even real. It's a fucking joke. Um, yeah. and it's tough out there. Anyway, all right. Uh, uh, I feel like we should do mailbag now. You want to do a couple of questions? Yeah, because like uh, you know, we it's it's kind of it's been a a sort of a downer of a podcast. You know, even though we're celebrating the life of Cicely Tyson, so you know what? Let's take a break and let's come back and let's do mailbag. We'll okay. Finish. All right, let's do it, Jackson. Whatever, bro. Whatever. No one cares. Uh, like, go ahead and give us mailbag. First question. Okay. Um, from Veronica Nunez, Nunez, or Nunez, if Van and Rachel could plan a bachelor date, bachelor group date, what would the date be? Hmm. This is good.
1: I'm actually surprised, Van, you haven't already thought about this. You know the way your mind goes, the way you like to wander.
0: I would take them to the speed zone. You know what that is? Like
1: the racetrack? You ever been there? We have one in Texas.
0: Well, this is a speed zone. This is a different speed zone, though. No, this isn't like a nice speed zone. This is a just a cool speed zone. It's a place out, uh it's off the 60 in city of industry. Like I used to go to City of Industry when I first got here to LA and there was this place called the Diamond Plaza there. Sounds
1: like and a strip club.
0: It wasn't a strip club, although the strip clubs in like uh the city of industry are particularly dirty. <laughs> um, but we go to this place called the Diamond Plaza, and it had like, a, there was a Japanese arcade there, and there was a lot of like, uh, it was very Asian influenced. Mm-hmm. It was very Asian influenced, but they're not too far from there, discovered the Speed Zone. So I'll take all the girls to the Speed Zone. All right. We go out, every, we all go out there to the Speed Zone, and then we race. We race around, we play Speed Zone games. And then when you put somebody in a drag race, because they just got the drag race near at the speed zone, that's when you find out who people really are. That's what I would do. What about you?
1: That's when you find out who people... It's hard for me to pick this, because I lived this on two seasons. You know what I mean? I've seen some, some so fantastic days.
0: What was the best group date for you? then?
1: So, one fun one was we did tra- a track and field date. Ooh. And at the time, they were like, and we've brought some friends to help. And I was like, oh my God, please don't. I don't want my ex to show up. Please don't let my ex to show up, right? Like, they were like, because that's the kind of stuff The Bachelor does to you. Mm. And I thought, oh, God, they're going to do this. No, but my homegirl was one of the girls there, Michelle Carter. Um, Allison Felix was on the date. Oh! And Carl Lewis. Hey, when I Santa tell you, Track Club. Carl Lewis is one of the funniest people. I was I was not expecting him to be so funny. So we did, like, a javelin throw. We did, like, a and I'm like, oh, you know, I did. Tr- I grew up doing track. We had a race, um, mm-hmm. a foot race. I won, of course. We mm-hmm. had a long jump, um, trying to be a shot put. It was a lot of fun. Just for me, because I love track right. and That's field, dope. that was a really fun day to me. The other girls probably wouldn't say that.
0: I don't know if there are rights issues with this, but. If I was really being a jerk, this is where I would have Jackson cut in just a little bit of Carl of Carl Lewis singing the national anthem.
1: <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Just a little. A bit. A man of many talents. A
0: man of many talents. That brother can sing. Jackson, what's the next question? <laughs> the next question is from Chris Floyd. Do you watch TV with the subtitles on? This is a very heavily debated topic.
1: <laughs> Absolutely not. I do. Of course you I, do. I, I, it is too. I, de- I, I, Why? I do. Why? I, I
0: do. You know I can't do it with the subtitles off now. Oh, it looks like there's gosh. too much space on the screen.
1: It cheats. What happens? That's why I don't like to watch it. One, it's distracting. I can't mm-hmm. handle that. I'm, I'm, am I watching? Am I reading? Am I watching? Am I reading? That's why I don't like to... I, like I. Mm. Yes, sorry. I have to do both. And it will put the sentence up before they have said it. So I kind of know what you're about to say. I don't like that. I don't get it off my screen. I just want to watch it.
0: I love it. It is the only way that it's done. Number one... When no. you are so plot driven, when you are watching every single scene to try to figure out like what things mean, a lot of times you miss things and I'm a notoriously I'm a notorious rewinder. Oh so, gosh, I would so hate to
1: watch things with. If you. I'm
0: watching something <laughs> and I feel like I didn't catch what I was supposed to catch, I'll go back. Kalika just just I was going to say, crazy. how does she
1: even watch a movie or anything with you? That is I'll so go, annoying. I'll, I'll
0: go back. I got to know. I got to know. It's not a
1: homework assignment. You're supposed to sit back and enjoy it.
0: Don't you tell me the way you <laughs> enjoy the movie.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you watch the subtitles. I, as, as I, the, on everything. Literally the other day I was watching something. And I couldn't get the subtitles off. I couldn't figure out how to change it. It was on Apple TV and I just mm. turned off the TV. I was like, no, no forget wow. it.
0: Yeah. What if, the, but what if the subtitles? What if it your was TV a servant. was that's
1: what I was watching? See, I
0: it off. what mm-hmm. if your TV was possessed? Like, what if the subtitles were saying stuff that the characters weren't okay. really saying? And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be no. like Rachel, Rachel, speaking come nearer to the television. Speaking okay.
1: of possessed, I have an Alexa Echo Dot. Uh-huh. I just got it, right. and I don't use her a lot because Copper's scared of her. But she started well, speaking in Copper. the middle of the night. Oh, Does that ever like, happen to you?
0: No. That's because I don't know
1: what she said, no. but I little I wasn't in the room. I just stopped. I was well, like, oh my God.
0: Well, first of all, we got a couple of things. Number one, Copper a bitch ass nigga. Okay. You thing. know what? I'm like done. Like that like that. No, 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 no. What well, you're that, not
1: that, gonna do. That, is talking that, about copper.
0: That's the that that's the first <laughs> thing.
1: We don't know Copper's life for two years. We don't right. know what he went through.
0: Right. That normally it makes him tougher. But whatever. Number two is it, the Alexa is. Well, he is,
1: survived is,
0: these streets. Yeah, he is uh, like copper, Bozeman copper who, up, hard who
1: just grew up. Bozeman you know is, what I'm
0: saying? Well, Bozeman is the biggest motherfucker. Bozeman, a, Bozeman's scared of everything. <laughs> like Bozeman, like, God like, God. Like, like Bozeman's scared of everything. Like we're we're like we're walking down the street. You hear Bozeman's like, "What was that?" I'm like, "Dog, that was a sparrow." you uh, right, you're you're, like, you're fucking five times the size of that That's little God. bird. Like, relax, That's... dog. Like you're okay. I promise you.
2: It's um, copper. But uh,
0: like, like relax, bro. It's a hummingbird, but but no, no that that doesn't happen to me. We have Alexa. The Alexa is talking to you specifically. It's by n- it's, it's
1: never spoken on its no, own.
0: No, the Alexa is doing that to you. And tonight, Alexa will probably say more to you.
1: No, it's- stop. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, last last question. Uh, okay, um, from Johanna Zaldivar. Would and Rachel ever go on MTV's The Challenge? Would love to. No. Damn. (laughs) Wait, do you watch the show? I think to me, Alton from The Real World. No, but he is one of the best athletes that has ever lived.
1: Alton's, I remember Alton.
0: Uh, Alton was amazing I love the challenge Hell yeah I will go on the challenge
1: I don't I just don't know How I would be On one of those shows I've actually thought About this Okay right. You know I'm in the MTV family uh, uh, By the way Ghosted Ghosted Is, is coming back February 8th 7pm Go ahead And start recording it now We'll be on Every night of the week That week For Love Gone Wrong week Really good episodes Crazy episodes Sweet Really crazy Um. Anyways i thought about this Since I'm in the family I don't think I would do well on that And I'm an athletic I think I would.
0: Oh, I would not be well.
1: good on the challenges, but the voting people out, the drama—I don't think I would work well in that.
0: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do well on it because I got thick thighs and thick. You know what I mean? Okay, but we, why is we that a about problem?
1: Why are because, thick thighs a problem?
0: Because like it makes me it, it in like in like in the post it makes me immovable, and it may, like and it gives me good, but like a lot of the verticality, you know. Of oh, so you can't jump. Well, I I used to be able to jump. I was, I could jump pretty easily, but I was, no, I could, I could dunk and do all that stuff pretty easily, but I'm a straight up power jumper, straight up, straight down. So there's no gliding. So I get up, boom, they called me Mr. One Hand, Two Hand. Those are the only two ducks I had. Asked me to like, I'm serious. Asked me to like twist in the air or something like that. It's not not happening.
1: Have you ever done the vertical jump on the combine? What you had? Yeah,
0: 32 was the best.
1: That's, not that's, bad. That's, yeah, that's okay. But, like,
0: okay, not, a, just... not, in a, not an elite athlete. 32. Uh, but, uh, but no. So, seriously, I would go on it, though. I would go on it and look bad. I really would.
1: I can make that try to happen for you if you really want to go on the I'm, challenge. I'm, I'm
0: into it. Right, so I can go out there and pull a hammy? No. So I can, <laughs> like, you know, a, a hamstring will go. I'm 40 years old. Oh, one thing I do want to say before we get out of here, before we get to Unexpected Ally of the Week, uh uh thanks for everyone who sent in the fucking terrifying video from carnival (laughs) so Uh, funny
1: it it was so good
0: yeah it was even (laughs) scarier than i actually remembered it um it was it was stupid (laughs) but the one that you guys sent actually had it in the middle that says carnival 2 i'm telling you it didn't say that it was the blood and then it went to the thing I was freaked out Did you see You see it right was,
1: It was freaky Especially like the milk carton Like that was a good commercial That was local That, that was, was a, local That was a good commercial I loved it I thought it was hilarious I showed everybody at Extra I was like <laughs> check this out Check this out Let me right. tell you what happened To my co-host Yeah <laughs> It's so good I relived it Loved it Thank you so much For sending it to us I had a good uh, laugh
0: It was You got unexpected ally of the week I don't I do Wall Street bets subreddit on <laughs> Reddit. The Emperor has no clothes, guys. I'm telling you, all of these systems, all right? All of these guys been playing with this money for so long, and that money hasn't been going in your pockets. Fuck them. Fuck them. I like it. It was a real sort of movement by Earth people. Now. Things might get crazy. We'll see what happens. I bet you they come with crazy regulations now. But you moved them. And you can do this. Solidarity of ideas and thoughts. You can move them. Fuck Are you Robin in the Hood. subreddit? I'm not.
1: Did you join? Okay. If but I you, was, can creep. you can creep, though. Yeah, so I creep. On I, creep. I go watch it.
0: All right. <laughs> that is going to do it for us. Take your thinking caps off. Do not stop learning. I am Van Laten. I'm Rachel Lindsay.